0: okay good morning traders very very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan which is your opportunity to uh to be prepared for these trading conditions today um let's see where these opportunities may lie these high probability trades that we keep looking for um so let's start with a risk warning just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh currently up on the screen and uh, just as a quick introduction really um all profitable traders they need to consider what to trade where to enter where do you then exit those markets how do you manage risk hopefully prior to entry trade management is an important feature as well and trading psychology so these are these are issues which are um uh both a part of your actual technical execution when you trade these markets but also much broader as well so it's including um things like your overall mindset and uh you know which which markets do you focus on to begin with and this is where this session comes in quite handily um we'll determine which markets are likely to give us high probability trades they're not guaranteed like we saw yesterday um we're actually still in we took uh two trades yesterday we're only able to get into two and we were trying to scale into the third one it wouldn't really let us we didn't really get the price action um one of them stopped out and the other one is um is still uh, is still running so it still might be a positive day for us at the end but um we, we've had to hold it overnight and see how we get on with the trade so i'll, I'll go into that in just a second and um, we address all of these considerations up on screen live in our trade rooms every day so um, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in your approach disciplined with your capital and of course be patient as well okay so let's start with a review of potential market moving news uh, good morning guys hope you're all keeping well so um let's have a quick look so this week now we've actually got really quite important um, jobs numbers coming through so yesterday we had the rba which is really all it managed to do was was kind of support markets yesterday um so we'll have a look at that we were supposed to get a 50 basis point move and we saw a 25 basis point move so a bit of apprehension from the rba um the the job openings number um we're expecting just over a million. Uh, we got just over uh, ten million. So that's an interesting development because that that may be the first time of, you know, job weakness. Now, why would sort of one tenth of um, those that are advertising, they either take them off because the place has been filled, of course, um, or perhaps um, in the current conditions, they're they're. They're not really looking to take on um, staff any longer. We've got a couple of big headline uh, companies like Meta or Facebook uh, who are looking to slash jobs as well. So this is what the the Fed would expect coming down the line—a bit of softening in the in the jobs market. Um, it hasn't filtered through just yet. So um, the jobs opening number is is just an initial indication. You know, it's kind of a sizable miss. And if you look at it, um, you know we're we're seeing clear cut declines in in the number of jobs available. Okay, so um, overnight we were expecting a fifty basis point move in the RBNZ, and that's exactly what we have got. Um, so concern on the inflation side again, and, and a weakening economy. This is the same picture that we're seeing almost globally and um, today is important we're, we are in a gold sorry we're in an oil trade today um, for good reason a couple of a few days ago beginning of a the week there was a, a statement made from opec plus that they're suggesting maybe a one million barrel per day uh, cut to supply which would push prices higher and um, now they've doubled it now they said it could be as much as two million barrels per day um, so you can only imagine really under situations like that that it would End up pushing oil prices higher so this is what we're we're already in the trade we're gonna we'll have a look at it now in just a second and we we'll have a look at oil in a bit more detail but now this afternoon we've got our first jobs number so we've got our prelim we've got our we've got adp on um sorry we've got non-farm payroll on friday so that's your big um jobs number that's your headline rate. but we've also got your your private sector job numbers uh the adp numbers so we're expecting a healthy two two hundred thousand jobs to be added. Um, it's not that clear seeing this. Um, you can see that the last three ADP numbers came in way below expectation. The previous number, one hundred and thirty-two jobs, we're expecting again, you know, around three hundred jobs to be added. Um, it was a big miss. So now we're we're down at these lower levels. We're expecting somewhere in around this level here. Um will it come in below again we'll have to wait and see again you know the the fed are really anticipating a weakening jobs market and this would be the first sign if this came in around a hundred thousand jobs added it, it would show the beginning of some weakness beginning to creep in so um that's probably what we can expect from these numbers and then services pmi numbers Um the the manufacturing numbers came out uh was it yesterday or the day before yeah i said manufacturing um so coming in slightly below expected but not, not too much um and now we've got the services numbers so um we're still in expansion so certainly not doing as bad as um uh, in fact we've got quite a few services now we've got a few pmi numbers now due out today so um the main headline rates are, are pretty much opec uh, adp and we will get some services numbers due out at 3 p.m today as well um, just looking ahead at tomorrow we've got a bank holiday in china overnight um we've just got a, we'll be hearing from a few central bankers actually tomorrow so that that may be quite interesting but it's really all geared up uh, to Friday's non-farm payroll so that's going to take start taking a really strong focus from here on in. Just a quick commentary on the bond markets. So the 10-year note this is the easing that we saw again kind of yesterday and Monday and now a bit, a bit of a flaw is being created at a slightly lower level and we've got the 10-year treasury at 3.64 or 3.65 perhaps and we've got the two-year um, just we we've we've not made new new lows really we we've kind of we've got a lower high um, and now prices are just settling around that 4.1 level um, and we'll see if they start heading higher or if they start heading lower the other market is the guild market to look at uh, the British 10 year guild and um, this is the softening we've got the, the conservative conference now this week and there's all sorts of, sort of strange stuff going on members of the cabinet not agreeing with um with the current policies and so lots of turmoil and lots of sort of back and forth on things and it's just a bit a bit of a mess really um but the year is is slightly more elevated uh than the u.s tenure uh for for, for good reason so we're talking about 22 basis points um uh, but I suppose the the observation really is that the U.S. ten year is sort of looks like it's settling, and this looks like we're still in this little rollover phase. So anyone trading the the U.K. markets at the moment <clears throat> should be looking for uh, a bit of a bit of upside. If 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 you're thinking right, I'm waiting for the next, which kind of we are really. We're waiting for the next move in the pound to the downside. Uh, we're not going to get it if the ten year um, gilt government bond is uh, is is lowering. That's a softening of sort of pressure, really. You can look at it as that, anyway. So um, we'll see what happens to this as we build up to the BOE uh, with, with their rate decisions. Okay, um, still we're in inverted, of course. We are um, 35, 45, 40, 47. 46 47 basis points which is accelerating it's not decreasing yes the bond yields are coming down but the the levels of invertedness is is increasing ever so slightly so when we apply this to the markets we can probably look at these things and suggest right well there's probably a reasonable argument to suggest that we might start seeing the, uh, the S&P um, weaken further. It's doing so from, broadly speaking, the middle of nowhere, so that, that's a bit of a problem. So let's do some, so we'll assess risk now, we'll just uh, have a look at these markets and see. If it pushed higher, you know, that, that would be, this is what we said when we broke above the monthly low, we'd probably likely to push up to the 38.27, didn't quite get up to that level, Um, and it looks like we're kind of rolling back over to the downside now Um, we're in the same position across across these markets pretty close yesterday not not quite getting up to those levels which same situation really for the for the Nasdaq you'd like these markets to conform just a little bit Uh, a sizable move back above previous monthly lows, and the same situation for the DAX, we gapped higher and then just pulled back quite significantly. Uh, As you can see, we're kind of running into strong resistance up at these levels, so will we get rollover and get these prices rolling back lower? There's a lot of people talking about the Fed pivot, Um, that's the Fed are gonna roll back on their aggressive rate hikes. Um, I suppose in a similar way to the RBA did yesterday, was that that was another reason for, for, for these markets continuing higher. Uh, we just don't think that the Fed will in real terms change course. They've got a really high inflation problem. Um, so there could be some decent selling trades up at these levels. Again, we were talking about the Nikkei when we broke above the 26250, we'd probably get a thousand pip move up to the 27250 26,250 up to 27,250. And now we'd be looking for actually the sell trade. So this is just a pullback phase. And now we'd be looking for a sell trade. Bitcoin is just in this little sideways pattern around 20,000. Okay. So moving on to. So we come back to the indices because um just want to see where the dollar sits and see if we have the correlations or not. US oil. Um, running into strong resistance um, you see the thing is we're in this trade so we're going to mitigate risk now when we get into the, to the live trade room so we're not going to expose any capital on the trade however, this is one of these situations with OPEC today it's probably worth keeping because the the OPEC are have already made statements suggesting you know, to, to prep the market for a um, um, a very significant cut. Uh, in, in in the supply of oil. And if you impact supply like that, it's only likely to push prices higher. So we've got a technical sort of bit of resistance around these kind of levels, but it's probably all in all worth holding. So we're going to look to hold on to this trade. Uh, we're going to mitigate risk, of course, so we're not going to expose any of our capital on the trade. But, um, you know, we've got highs up here at one two six. I mean, I don't think we will get up to that. But we'll certainly probably break out of this little downward trend. And we'd probably see it's, it's so hard to know, maybe we'll get a squeeze up to 1985 or 100, something like that. So plenty more upside in the trade and OPEC today could be the catalyst for that move. So we're actually going to look to stick with oil uh, for the time being. And um, Gold, it's really important we, we kind of see where we're at with this uh, with this US dollar. So let's have a quick look at the dollar first. So strong pullback yesterday into strong resistance. We could say we we're gonna sit on the sidelines for this little mini move uh, and see if we get the next leg to the downside because there should be, you would imagine, after a very strong pullback, we'll we get at least a decent um, uh, leg to the downside. So the pound dollar running into potential strong resistance levels up at these highs so if we can bide our time properly we still haven't seen the boe or the boj shall i say intervene we've seen them intervene once we haven't seen much from them since so i wonder if they're just sort of sitting on the sidelines just seeing what's happening to the dollar as well Um, strong reversal yesterday in the dollar swiss very much similar to the to the euro dollar to the upside um not quite as as easy market to trade as it perhaps may appear um the dollar cad so we're still in the dollar cad to the downside and we'll we'll have a look in in our live trade room now in just a minute where we'll we'll just identify and there's only one reason why we're still in this trade and um and i'll share it with you tomorrow because got really really sharp pullback trades in yesterday's markets which is a shame um these markets just made new lows before they turned around and started looking quite positive. And we were buying the New Zealand dollar yesterday, um, took a small loss on that trade. And um, we were trying to get into the Aussie dollar. and we, we weren't able to get into it. It was just kept pulling back, pulling back, pulling back the whole time. Um, and then it came, it got to a point where it was, there was now more liquidity to the downside than there was to the upside. So it was a bit of a strange trading day yesterday. Um, but we are still in the dollar-cad trade, so we're looking for the commodity markets to, um, the commodity currencies, should I say, to uh, to strengthen yesterday. And we, we, we did get that in the, in the cad in the end as a result of the, the higher price in oil as well. There's the potential to start buying the euro on, on this strong pullback in the pound, but the pound is going to be, bit of a strange animal for the foreseeable future we would assume so we want to be careful with the pound when the when the stars align we can start selling it again we're not really interested in buying it even though this is a an exponential move isn't it It pullback very surprising move but still a decent move so just looking at the um, really strong weakness yesterday in the yen. Um, I suppose apart from against the dollar. So we've had a few problems last couple of days with these markets, a little bit upside down. So the question is, is this a genuine rollover? Or are we likely to see another push to the upside? We'd prefer to see another push to the upside. Just remains to be seen whether we'll see it so I, I guess we can look brought more broadly for um, US indices to start rolling over to the downside and see if there is a trade there for us we're going to stick with our oil trade um, we can probably put so US indices see if we get that roll over trade to the downside so oil Oil higher above 86.39, 86.39, which is yesterday's high. We're pretty close to that at the moment. Um, Gold, we'd probably be looking for a sell trade more than anything, but it really depends on the dollar. So let's see which dollar pairs give us the best opportunity. The yen, we'd probably expect some resistance kicking in around these levels. So it might be a, a yen trade to get involved in not too distant future which i've not been able to say for quite a while uh, the euro dollar you see we want to see if the indices roll lower then we're likely to see the dollar strengthen uh, could the dollar strengthen off parity absolutely sorry could the euro dollar weaken off parity and the dollar strengthen yes and um, because that's where we are so um so what i'm going to do is look at uh potential um, dollar dollar strength and potential uh, indices weakness. And just leave it a little bit more broadly because we need to monitor these trades as we go. So let me just uh, put these into our trade plan for the day uh, and we'll let you go. We'll switch rooms now. We'll switch over to the live trade room and have a look at these in a little bit more detail. Um, Okay, so two days of really strong bullish price action with the fed pivoting and um we're, we're we're off to the races again to the upside we don't agree at all um we don't agree with any of that analysis so um we're just waiting for these markets to start rolling back over to the downside uh, yet again uh the dollar cad might be uh might be worth looking at for further further downside we're just it's a structural failure trade now to the downside Um, so yeah will it find some support there or not okay okay so potential uh risk risk off markets i think that's pretty much where we're at so let's uh I'm going to put these the other way around. Um... Okay, so I've just put the word potential in there because we're just going to prepare for potentially those moves. Um, It's kind of hard to say whether we'll we'll be trading those opportunities. Um, For example, if the S&P rolls back over to the upside, of course, we we won't be, where are we? We won't be looking for that trade at that point. And what we will be doing is looking for a sell trade at a slightly higher price. So um, the only other trade we'll look at really from a momentum perspective is US oil. So we're currently in a decent uh, buy trade we want to try and keep it now going into opec um, it will be a volatile event but it's likely to be quite volatile to the upside so now we're much much higher the 86 8639 so after a strange trading day yesterday all in all um, we're actually doing okay um, so we've had a good 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 trade in the SM, um, in the in us oil um, And uh, we've had some movement in the dollar CAD, so we're waiting to see if we get some continuation in those trades. Uh, And we look for rollover across U.S. indices and um, that rollover as well in in the dollar pairs. So I suppose we have a coherent sorry. I suppose we have a coherent trade plan somewhat. Um, We just need to determine exactly which markets we're looking at and the prices at which we're looking to. pull the trigger and it's probably a little bit premature really at this point in the day so let's that's what our live trading will do We'll just iron out exactly what we want to see happen and if these markets again perform as per our expectations we'll trade them and if they don't then we won't okay so this is today's trade plan we're going to look for um in terms of a summary we're looking for potential risk off market conditions we don't have definitive um conditions yet to, to pull the trigger, but we're looking for that potential rollover. Um, so as a result, we're looking for potential US industry weakness, and we're looking for potential dollar strength. Um, the other trade to keep an eye on is US oil looking to buy that above yesterday's high 8639 with OPEC plus announcing somewhere between 1 million and 2 million barrels per day supply cut, which is probably only likely to push prices higher. So that's our trade plan for the day, guys. Um, um, wouldn't be surprised if markets are a little bit on the tentative side today, it's purely down to ADP numbers, and non-farm payroll due on Friday to big events, that's likely to determine whether the Fed could slow up if it's a strong jobs number, we'd probably expect the Fed to go hard again, if it's a weaker number I would be anticipating the markets might look at that as a positive so weaker jobs numbers would make the fed ease off and potentially you know consider this pivot that that these markets are, are focusing on for for reasons I can't really and we can't really understand nonetheless these markets don't have to make sense they just have to do what they do and we have to sort of navigate around that all right then Thanks so much for joining us then. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we, uh, be, you know, prior to closing off the broadcast. So um, feel free to post those there for us. And look, thanks very much for joining us. As always, we do trade these markets live every day. We trade the European open uh, from 8 a.m. And again, we trade the US trading session from 12.45. So if you wanna join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to the live Happy to discuss. Um, and if you have any questions, you know, there's a chat function on the website, so feel free to, um, to get in touch. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.